This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. So the title is going to be The God of Suddenlies. Our first scripture that we're going to look at is in Isaiah 48.3, and it's going to be out of the, uh, out of the Amplified. You know, there sometimes there's some things that, that, that happen in life, and we maybe think, well, God's forgotten, or maybe we really didn't have faith for it. So I hope tonight your hearts get stirred, and you get reminded of some things and bring up some things. And maybe you had believed for some things, but maybe you got weary in it or gave up, lost your hope. But tonight, I hope that God is going to revive you in Jesus' name. So it says, I have declared from the beginning the former things which happened in times past to Israel. They went forth from my mouth and I made them known. Then suddenly I did them. And they came to pass, says the Lord. Did you catch the word? Suddenly in there. See, so have you ever sometimes just trusted God and been believing for a breakthrough and it didn't happen? You know, all of us have done that. Or sometimes it does happen, and when it does, we act surprised. And it's like, well, then were we really... Were we really expecting God to do it? All of us have been there. You know, sometimes something happens and we go, oh, wow, God did it. It's like, well, yeah, if we prayed and we were believing it, he said he would do it. But sometimes still see our flesh says, oh, well, he did it. Yeah, he said he would. You know, but if see, if we're not careful sometimes, see, we can get over in religion and we'll go through the motions. We'll say it because we were told to say it. We'll declare a thing because we were told to declare it. But really, we're not believing And that's why it's not happening, because we're just going through the motion, see? You can say it and declare, but you also have to believe. You have to believe and expect that what God said he would do, he will do it. So how can we say we're believing God for something, and then we get all surprised when he does it? Well, because he said that he would. If we're believing him at his word, he said that he would. So let's just be careful then that we don't go through the motions. Let's ask that question. Am I really believing God at what I'm saying and what he has told me? And then am I really expecting it? Because, see, expectation, see, has great power in it. Are you really expecting it to happen? Because when you do, it will. Because God will remain true to his word. We must have a relationship with revelation knowledge of God's word for us. See, that's why it's important that you've got to know and I've got to know what God is saying. That's why it's so important for you and I to read our Bibles individually, to have some Bible time. We've pastor talks about this all the time about getting the one-year Bible to make it simple so you're not playing Russian roulette and flipping pages in your Bible and go, well, I wonder what today. Just get a one-year Bible. It helps you because then it has the date on it for the day. And then if you get behind, then you can go back and say, oh, wow, my marker was on the uh, the 25th. Uh Uh-oh, 
today is, see? And then you can get caught up uh, in it. But it gives you a little bit of each part of the Bible to read. So then you can stay on a thing. But you're then uh, being ministered to by the Word of God. But then you're not getting frustrated because you don't know where to go to from one day or to the next. Just get a one year and let God help you in that. But that's why it's so important that individually we have to have a relationship, find out what God says, but then be in a church that's teaching the word, preaching the word, and then expecting that what we're telling you, we're believing that you're going to go do it, we're going to go do it, and then it's going to happen because we've said what God has said. We have framed our life and our world with God's word, and we're expecting that to come to pass. So we've got to have that personal relationship with a revelation knowledge of God's word for each and every one of us so that we can expect that in every situation in our life that if we truly believe what God says, it will happen, it will change, it will have to line up with what God says, no more with what the circumstances are saying, but it has to line up with the word of God. So it will have to change. Amen? So we've got to declare his word, but then we also have to get in that expectation mode. You have to have an expectation that, yes, it really is going to happen, that God said it. Now, in your waiting, be careful because, see, sometimes that's where religion will creep in. Because in the waiting, if you're not careful, then you might start going, well, maybe, maybe not. Well, I was wishing it would, I was hoping it would, but I said it, it didn't happen. Well, see, now what's happening? You're over there digging up your seed. Just get an image of that. You went out there, you sowed the ground, you dug up the dirt, you took all that time, you put that seed in, you covered it up, you watered it, and then two days later, you're out there digging it up. Well, guess what? Just like in the natural, if you go dig up what you planted, you will not get a harvest. So no more can we do that, see, then in our spiritual lives. When we plant a thing, when we've declared a thing, we've sown the word of God, the seed of his word into our heart and into our lives and declared it, don't go digging it up with your mouth. Just pray, then shut up. Because sometimes it'd be better for you to say nothing than go digging up, see? Now let me tell you, there's some things that don't happen tomorrow, There's some things that don't happen next week. Remember, we've talked about that. We've taught you about that, about the process, that there are some things that do happen immediately, okay? But there are some things, there is a process, but don't give up in in the expectation. That's why a lot of times we don't see it happen. We don't see the flourishing of it because we gave up in the expectation because it didn't happen right then. So then we begin, you know, wandering and wandering in our faith and we get wishy-washy and we don't have faith no more. We're not expecting it to really happen. We just kind of now, well, went out there and dug it up and, you know, that's what it is now. So be careful that in the waiting that you do not get over in that place. See, because look, whether you're starting for something just now, you've believed for something, or maybe you're believing for uh, something that's been for weeks, months, or years, hold on, because in the right time, it will happen. And then there'll be a time that, see, that suddenly will show up in your life. But you got to act every day with an expectation that today is my day. 
today is the day it's going to happen. Today is the day. See, because that will also help to keep you built up in your faith with the expectation that it is going to happen. And then the next day, it's going to be today. Maybe it's going gonna, it's gonna to be today. I'm believing it will happen, though, and it will change because my expectation, see, has been built up. I'm expecting this. I really believe it. See, you've got to get some believing down in your spirit. And how are you going to get that? Feeding on the Word of God is the only way you're going to get your spirit man built up. See, if your spirit man is starving and struggling for faith, it's because he hasn't been fed lately. And Sunday is not enough. And also, just hearing the word and not doing anything with it, see, you got to have action with it. So, regardless of how long you've been waiting, stay in that expectation and believe that God is going to move on your behalf. Because I do believe there's a lot of things right now that God is saying in your life, now is the time. So, get ready. Get ready. God's doing some things of the suddenly right now for his people that have been faithful to wait, that have been faithful to continually sow the seed, sow the seed, sow the seed physically, spiritually, and financially. See, it all goes together. When God speaks to you, praying. When God speaks to you, declaring over it. When God says you think, putting your uh, financial seed in the ground or whatever he tells you to do with it, being faithful in all those areas. I'm telling you, God said, now is your time. God is doing some again about an Isaiah. It said, I've declared that the former things from the beginning that they went forth out of my mouth and I showed them and I did them suddenly and they came to pass. In Second uh, Chronicles twenty nine thirty six, it said, and Hezekiah rejoiced and all the people for the thing was done suddenly suddenly, see, get that in your head. Just say, when the devil tries to come and tell you it's not going to happen, say, oh, no, I'm living in the day of suddenlies. I'm living in the day of right now. I'm living in the time of it's my time. I'm living in, yeah, no more yesterday. Today is my day of deliverance. Let me tell you, the prophetic word has gone out of this house for over 12 years from your pastors, from men that have come and ministered out of this pulpit, the word of God has gone forth prophetic words of what God has for this place do you remember Amos 9 13 suddenly happening right now amen so fast that your head's going to swim suddenly remind yourself of some things that God has spoken over us as a people in a body that God said yes for us and for right now that there is no holes, there's no, but guess what? You're going to have to grab a hold of this. I got to grab a hold of it, but you're going to have to grab a hold of the word of God and believe what he's saying for you and for me. Begin to declare, no more delays. There are no restrictions or limitations on what God wants to do for you and me. No limitations. No restrictions. I'm telling you the limits have been taken off. The only reason there's limits in our life is because we have placed them on there with our mouth and our unbelief. God said there's no limits. There's no restrictions on what I want to do and what I can do if we will let him. Now, let me tell you something. This is some good news. The enemy can no longer 
hold you back from that which God says my faithful ones, faithful ones have stood in faith for. No more can the enemy hold you back. Why? Because some revelation is going forth tonight. Some encouragement is going forth tonight. Faith is going forth. Some chains are being broken. Some unbelief and doubt is being broken over your life and a heaviness of you just thinking that it's never going to happen, that it's never going to change. God said, no more, no more. There's no more hold that the devil can't hold back from you anymore to the faithful ones that have stood because your eyes, now you're going to hear it differently. You're going to start saying differently and line up with the word of God. Go back and get some seed back in the ground that you dug up with your mouth. Go plant some new seed. Get it in there and get it watered. Do you know that God can speed up a process? Do you know that in the natural seed, what may seem to take months or years, but God said, if I need to speed it up, if you'll do it, give me what I need to work with. And God said, I'll speed it up. I'll speed it up supernaturally. I'll take what should have took months. I can turn it around and do it in days. What should have took years, I can turn it around in months. What the enemy stole from you years of savings and relationships and health in your body. God said, I can restore it to you back every bit that the devil has stolen from you. Thank you, Jesus. Not even the things that look impossible, God said, they're going to come to pass if you'll grab a hold of this. Grab a hold of this. It's going to happen. And I'm going to tell you, honey, when it happens, people are going to look and say, that had to be God. That had to be God. There ain't no way they could have done that. You could have done that. There's no way. That's just God. That's just God. That's just God. Put these words in your heart tonight and bury them deep and begin to water them daily. Begin to believe and expect again. Believe and begin to say, God, yes, those suddenlies are for me. Yes and amen. Seeds that I planted weeks, years, and months ago and years and years ago, the suddenlies are coming to pass in my life. The expectation of my faith is being built up and stirred up. I'm saying a different thing. I'm saying a new thing. I'm saying a better thing. I'm saying a God thing and not my thing anymore the suddenlies of God are beginning to happen in your life overflow into your life like never before healing salvations restoration debt cancellation wholeness everything restoration of families in Jesus name and the church and who's the church you and me you want the church to change you want the church to be filled we got to be filled where the church? How are they going to come? We go tell. How are they going to come in? We go invite them. How are they going to change? We got to love them when they come in. No matter how dirty, no matter how stinky, no matter what they look like, no matter what they act like, God said, love them and he'll change them. Ain't your business and ain't my business to change them. It's God's. <clears throat> but how are things going to change? How's this house going to be full? You and me. Changing our attitude, our expectation. Do you really expect for the house to be full? Are you really praying for it to be full? Are you really praying for people to be saved and healed and miraculous miracles? Or are you nervous and scared and say, well, if it gets too full, then I won't have my seat. And what happens if people, you know, oh my God, what if a limb grows on? Or what if cancer falls off of somebody? Or oh my God, what if somebody's eyes open and they can't see? I don't know. You know thank you. Let's begin to believe because see, the only limitations that are happening right now is because we as a people are putting them on God. 
Begin to believe for the miracles and the overflow and God's house be filled with the anointing of healing and wholeness and people being delivered and set free from drugs and alcohol and sex addictions. I'm telling you, God is in the miracle business, but he's waiting on a people and that's you and me. It's time now. He's waiting on us. Things will change when we change. Things will happen now when we believe they'll happen now. Hebrews 11.1 1 tells us that no, now faith is substance of the things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance, but you've got to quit thinking like it's going to maybe happen. Well, maybe, someday, maybe, no, God said now, it's now, it's now. Believe that it's, I'm going to be doing it now. Now in your life, faith is now, not always thinking about later on. When Jesus heard that his friend Lazarus has died, he began to talk to Mary and Martha. And he said to her, and over in John, I think it's the second chapter, he said, Thy brother shall rise again. And Martha said unto him, I know that. He shall rise again in the resurrection of the last days. Now notice, Jesus is talking about now. But she takes what he says and she puts it off into the future. Her mouth put off into the future of what Jesus was saying, I want to do now. See, you're in my mouth, if you're not careful, you're putting it off into the future when God said, no, I said I would do it for you now. Not a maybe, not a someday. God said, I want to do it now, but what are you saying? I love what Jesus said, Martha I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. He is saying, I'm not talking about some future event. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about I want it to happen right now. I am the resurrection and the life. So I challenge you to stop putting off everything into the future and a hope and a maybe. Let's get up in here with God. Let's get up in agreement with what God is saying and believe what he has said to us through his word. God wants it right now for your life and my life right now to change. There's some things that need to change right now. And the only reason some things haven't changed is because you've been putting them off. Hopefully, well, maybe someday that'll happen. Someday they'll change. Someday I'll get out of debt. Someday I'll feel good. No, God said right now. Now. Faith is now. It's time to expect the suddenly and the manifestation of God's power in every area of our life. Now. Now, choose to be uncompromising. Choose to be unwavering in your face. See, it's a choice. You and I got to quit being this wishy-washy, you know, no backbone as a believer, you know, and get up in here with some bulldog faith, grab a hold of what God says, and be determined, I don't care what hell says. I don't care what hell assails me. God said that this thing's going to change. God said he's going to turn it around. God's already healed me. God already made a way. God said, God said, I don't care what they say. Choose to be uncompromising. Choose to be unwavering. Stagger not at the promise of God. Quit compromising. Well, it'd be just easier if I just do this. Or just be easier if I don't do all that. Does it take all that? Yes, it takes all that. It's a matter of life and death. Your life and everybody attached to it. Get up in this thing. Don't stop fighting. See, it's not how you start. It's how you finish.
And it should be great evidence to everybody that in the days that we're in here, you're going to have to have more weaponry. You're going to have to have more armor on. You're going to have to be more filled with the power and the presence of God. You're going to have to keep yourself filled up to overflowing because in the days that we're in, the enemy is coming to steal, rob, and destroy. And you're going to have to be able to stand up, hold up the word of God and say, oh, not here. Uh Uh-uh, not here. We draw the line right here. You ain't coming in this house. You ain't coming in my house. You're not coming over my family, my children, over my city, over the nation. No, you're not going to have them. But we've got to get persuaded because how are you going to persuade anybody else if you're not convinced? We've got to be persuaded because we can't uh, persuade anybody else. Now is the time as Pastor Ron comes. This is what I want you to repeat this after me tonight. We're going to make a declaration. I am a covenant person. I believe God. I believe, I'm sorry. I believe God wants his promises for me fulfilled in my life right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to, though, get up every day and begin to say that. God, yes, you want these things that you have said in your word for me in my life. You want me blessed. You want me healed. You want me prosperous. You want me whole. You want me full of joy. You want me full of power. You want me to be victorious in every area of my life. You want my children and my grandchildren to serve you to a thousand generations. You want this house filled with your glory and your miracles and with the people of God. We want to reach the nations of the world. See, but you've got to say some things. You've got to change what we're saying and what we're expecting. I'll tell you the key there, I believe, is the expectation. There's been a lot of saying. There's been a lot of declaring. And a little bit of believing. But when it got right down to it, we're really not expecting it. Well, maybe if I lived here or if I lived there or if we were in a big, famous, big church, things would happen. No. The same Jesus lives in you than anybody else. He is no respecter of persons. It doesn't matter where you live. It's just what are you saying? What are you believing? And what are you expecting? So, Father, I just thank you right now. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, that tonight there's been a stirring and a revelation revealed to your people. God, there's been an impartation of wisdom, God, and a fire brewing down inside of them like like it did when they first came to you. I thank you, God, right now that scales have been removed off of eyes and hardness of hearts in areas of where they've been disappointed and hurt when things didn't happen. But I thank you, God, tonight there's a healing right now and a wholeness, God. And an expectation, man, is up over the top over out the roof the expectation level in this house is going to increase like never before for the lost to come in and as we minister to them God you promise you'll take care of our family you'll take care of them we'll take care of the ones you send in here and I thank you Father right now we call them in from the north the south the east and the west God all those that are supposed to be in this house God we promise to love them and care for them God and teach them about you
I thank you, God, right now. Oh, I thank you, God, right now that all hurts and disappointments right now have been healed and it's been pointed at the devil that you are a liar. You are a liar, devil. That was not from God. God did not do that. You did. But now I'm expecting for the show up, the show out of my God to show up on my behalf because I'm going to change what I'm saying. I'm going to change what I'm believing and I'm going to change what I'm expecting because now I'm really going to feed on God. I believe you want it for me. I believe you'll do it for me and for my family. And I thank you for it, God, right now. Just such a release right now over your house, God. Such a a healing presence, God, physically, emotionally, Father, mentally. I thank you, God, right now, a renewing and a refreshing, God. I thank you, God, for a refueling, God, where some even some tanks have maybe had a little leak in them, God. They've been filled up tonight, God. But thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And we'll give you the praise and all of the... Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.